Hey friend, do you have ADHD? Maybe, maybe not. It really doesn't matter because either way, you're so welcome here. Whether it's you or someone you live with that has the squirrely brain, I'm here to help. On this show, we'll be sharing perspective shifts and hacks and systems and routines that all work for people of all ages with neurodivergent brains. I spent the last almost decade working with students as a special education teacher and navigating my own ADHD. Whether you want someone to hold space for you or you want the tactical, tangible strategies, you're in the right place. I'm going to help you learn to let it be easy, work with your unique strengths, and move from scattered to simplified. And we're doing it all with positive perspective, self-compassion, and a whole lot of God's grace. Let's do this. What's up, Buttercup? All right, this year I have decided that I am actually committing to SMART goals for myself. And I have never done this in my personal life. I was a special education teacher for years. Now I work in community mental health. And every single year I have set SMART goals for every client that I've ever worked with. And they all have multiple goals and I always have multiple people. So I set hundreds of goals every single year for other people and I track their progress and we achieve all these goals together. And I guess that that was just like, I don't know, I guess it like turned me off to doing a smart goal in my own life because I was like, no, like I'm already tracking enough things. I don't want to do it. So I've never set clear cut goals like that. And so while I was thinking about this, I realized that if you're not in the realm of a job that like puts you there or you're not like a super organized type A kind of high achiever, you likely don't know how to set a smart goal and it might be something that's helpful for you. So I was thinking today that we would just go through what SMART goals are and give a couple examples and some tips about creating SMART goals and then talk about ways to like break it down and check in so that if this is something that you want to try out this year, you can use this as a framework, grab a notebook and a pen, go through it with me think about your own goals along the way and then I would love to hear how this goes for you like if you set some of these some of these goals and achieve them I'd love to hear about it so for me personally when I think about an entire year it's pretty tricky for me to come up with a goal that is actually smart for a full year because that's just such a long timeline so for the t part in smart which we'll go over each letter in a little bit I'm probably going to make mine three month and six month goals and then build my way up to that big year long goal. So let's just go over what each of the letters stand for and why they're helpful. So the first one for S is specific. And the reason we want it to be specific is if you're not specific enough, how are you going to know whether or not you actually reached the goal? The M is for measurable. Actually, you know what? All of these are pretty much just going to go back to like You don't know you've met your goal if you don't know what your goal is. And so I'm not going to like continue to reiterate that. (laughs) So the measurable part is for the same thing. How are you measuring this? You need numbers. So maybe, you know what? I'll get into all the examples later. Let's just go through each letter first. Okay. A is attainable. You don't want to make your goal something that's so far off from being attainable because then you're not going to reach it. And if you don't see yourself being able to tick off milestones along the way, you're going to lose motivation. The R is for realistic. 
which is again kind of in that same realm like we want it to be something that's realistic we want it to be attainable and that is all going to help us actually be successful and then the last one is timely so we need to tie a time frame to it and make sure that it's something that we're able to kind of go back and measure in another way all right so let's go over some examples let's say that this year you really want to focus on your self-care So instead of your goal just being like, I'm going to focus on my self-care because that's so broad. How do you know that you actually did that? You're going to have to wait the entire year. And then at the end of the year, be like, yes, I did focus on my self-care or, you know, check in with yourself month to month, quarter to quarter and be like, hmm, am I focusing on this? Yes, I think I am. But those are like such, um, I don't know. I want to say arbitrary measures, but like they're not arbitrary. I don't know what the word is I'm looking for. Okay, let's just move on. So we want to make that into a SMART goal. So an example of a SMART goal with that might be something like, I will practice three self-care activities once a week for the next three months. Okay, that has everything. Um, it's specific. You know exactly what you're going to be doing. You're going to be using, you're going to implement three self-care activities per week. Okay. You're going to do that every single week. And then the timely part, it's going to be over the next three months. So for the next three months, three times a week, I'm going to be doing some sort of self-care activity. Um, That was measurable because you put in three self-care activities. So you have an exact number that you're rooting for, rooting for, going for, whatever. Um, It is probably attainable. Um, Depending on your life, maybe three times a week isn't really attainable for you right now, or it isn't realistic. Attainable and realistic kind of go hand in hand in a way. So like we want to be realistic. Like I'm not going to make a a goal about me going to the moon this year because like that's not going to happen. That's not realistic. That's not attainable. Um, So yeah, maybe this is attainable for you. Maybe it's not. Maybe you need to start at doing this once a week. Or maybe three times a week is like so attainable that you want to bump it up to five, okay? So think about yourself and where you're already at in that goal. And then think about where you want to go next. So maybe it's something you are already kind of doing and how can you bring it up to that next level? And then I think I already mentioned, but it's timely because we have a three-month timeline on it. You can do this with literally any kind of goal, you know? It can be... Here's the thing that I don't suggest though. Like if your goal is to lose weight, I don't suggest you being like, I'm going to lose 10 pounds by this date because the amount of weight that you lose isn't really as in your control as some other factors. Okay. So you don't really have full control over how much weight you lose. You do have control over how many healthy meals you eat in a week. You have control over how many times you go to the gym. You have control over how many treats you have in a week. Things like that. So make sure that you put your goal focus on things that are specifically in your control. So for me, like when it comes to my podcast... I might make a goal about how many downloads I want to get to by a certain date, but that would be, then I would like layer it in with objectives of like, okay, if I want to get to this, then I'm going to have to do this, this, and this. Whereas a better goal would probably be that 
I'm going to continue putting out two episodes every single week, or I'm going to put out a bonus episode every other week or something like that. That's fully in my control and let the other part just kind of be like a natural consequence along the way. So like with you losing the weight, yeah, maybe you will hit the 10 pounds that you're hoping to lose, but you didn't put your focus and control on that part because that part's not in your control. You let that be a consequence of the things that are in your control. Okay. Um, some other examples, like you could use this also with your kids. So maybe, um, with your kiddo, you guys want to work on doing more activities outside, like even in the winter. Okay. So instead of being like, we're going to get outside more, maybe it's, we are going to play outside twice a week for 30 minutes, no matter the weather maybe not no matter the weather, you know, (laughs) maybe you even add in something really specific in there with like the temperature, you know, as long as the temperature is above X, we're going to go outside for 30 minutes. Um, this could also be something with like screen time. This can be reducing things. This can be adding new things in. You can take these goals and make them whatever you want. So then Once you have like your main overarching goal, we're going to kind of break that down or like I said, you can work the other direction. So it might be easier for you to make these smaller goals first and then realize what that big overall goal is. For some people, it's easier to have that giant goal first and then break it down into smaller pieces. But you want to be able to have smaller things that you can measure to make sure that you are on track to getting there. So in the special ed world, we would track data for an entire quarter and then we would report on that for that quarter. So if you're only doing a three-month goal, you're going to have to check in more often than that. But if you're doing like when you're checking in on your yearly goal, it might be totally appropriate for you to only check in once a quarter and be like, okay, did I do this, 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 and this? So let's go back to the self-care activity. If your goal is, let's act like you need more time than that. Okay. Let's make this a six month goal. Let's say doing three self-care activities per week, um, is going to be a six month goal. Then one of your first, um, objectives along the way might be to explore different types of self-care to learn what you like and don't like. And you can put that part in smart format also if you want, or you can kind of leave it a little bit more broad, whatever works better for your personality. If you wanted to make that smart as well, it could be something like, I will try 10 new self-care activities over the next 30 days. Okay, something like that. And then you're able to check in on those things along the way. So like before you're implementing all that self-care, you might need to try some things out. Um, you also might need to start with going to only one time a week for a while. Give yourself small benchmarks along the way so that you can see that you're making progress because that is going to keep you motivated. All right. Um, I have not written my own goals for the year quite yet. I doubt I'm going to get them done today before this episode goes live at 4am. <laughs> so if I don't get mine done before then, I will share them with you in the new year. Um, for some accountability. But anyway, I hope that this helps. And if you do implement any of these SMART goals, I would love to get some check-ins from you along the way. If you want help doing your own goals, I want you to reach out to me because I am going to offer some breakthrough calls for people. This can be in regards to your own ADHD, your child's ADHD, 
whatever it is that you really want to work on in this next year, we can do like a one-off call or we can do a one-month package where we have a call at the beginning, we have Voxer check-ins in between, and then a call at the end. It's really up to you and what you need in order to feel supported, but I would love to work with you on this. Like I said, I've literally made hundreds of SMART goals over the years, probably in the thousands at this point. I'm not I don't know. I haven't sat and done the math, (laughs) but I've done this for a lot of people for a lot of years and I've seen a lot of people make some serious growth. So if this is something that you want to do with me, I would love um, to do that with you. You can reach out at the email address in the show description Um, and I will see you in the next episode. Bye. Hey you, thank you so much for listening. I'm so happy to have been part of your day. If you love this episode, would you please consider sharing it on your Instagram stories and tagging me? This way I know what you're loving and what to make more of. I'll see you next week.